This is from Ronan. I, I loved your questions that you when you had Gerald Pollack on. However, I was quite disappointed with his, in my opinion, his lack of knowledge on some really simple, obvious issues. In salt, beneficial, he didn't know. What water is best to drink? No real idea, I know. Uh, he believes in a ball earth. Well, I know, but most people do. I didn't hold that. I don't hold anything against him. I really like the guy. But you're, you're right. I mean, there are some things and uh, energy systems. He didn't know about those. But I appreciate your broad and uh, encompassing questions and your avoidance of going too deep. Well done. Well appreciated. Oh, thanks. I'm a major advocate of distilled water, urine therapy, fasting and fruits, friends of uh, someone you interviewed 11 years ago, John Shore. Oh, we know John. He's fun. Been listening to shows on and off for, gosh, 15 years. Well, thanks, Ronan. I appreciate that. 15 years, right? Well, I think we're in our 16th year now. We did our first show in 2008. Wow. You know, remember, remember the song that uh, video killed the radio star. We used to do just audio up until what? Was it two years ago or three? I don't even remember when we went to video. And it really, financially, it really did kick our booty. And video really did kill the radio star. And we, you know, we had no idea when we did it. Of course, we never would have done it. If we would have known the outcome of it, we would have just stayed audio, saved a whole lot of money of buying a camera and having to upload, and just an audio, and we probably would not having the financial issues that we're having today, issues in our tissues, truly. Because see, well, here's what happened, and uh, you know, once again, it was, we, didn't, we didn't think about it clearly enough, and who would know? But see, you put all your videos on BitChute, um, the way to do it would be to have all of the videos on our website, like some people do. That's just quite a project to do. We don't even have the funds to do that right now. I would do it if we did. It takes a little bit to really ramp it up with servers, uh, cloud servers, and redo the website. It's kind of an expensive thing. But anyway, and then you could have all the content on one site, and then as people um, stopped buying as many products because they're having you know, issues of their own or they don't need the products or whatever's happening out in the economy to lower our, our product sales, then you can just charge, do a Patreon thing, charge 10, 15 bucks a month and just be sustainable. And that's really where we're trying to go now. We need to do that because people going to BitChute and we have uh, lots of, you know, some of our videos get a couple thousand, I think the count interview had like 4,000 or something. Um, but they don't have any access to supporting us. They just watch the show, and it's, you know what I mean? It's all for free. Uh, so, so video did, I don't say kill, I don't use that term, but video really did hurt us in the long term of our financial ability. So that, that song, Video Killed the Radio Star, was a bit prophetic, uh, prophetic if you will.
There is a fellow that we learned of. His name is Kurt Ruckert. W-U-C-K-E-R-T. And he's going to be on next Monday, the 17th. And I, I was given his name by a very credible source that there's something beyond spooky going on with Bitcoin that could be quite um, devastating to people who own Bitcoin. Now, I'm going to ask a lot of questions of how he knows what he says he knows, and 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 we'll see. But uh, I think it's. I mean, there's a lot of folks that have put all their little legs in the Bitcoin basket. Andrew Goss used to call them um, lampshades. He, he, was, he always thought that you don't want to do this because at the end of the day, this is not going to end well for people. I have no opinion on it because I don't know. I don't own any. Um, but... I probably don't own any because I don't have the extra dollars to buy some. I would probably buy some if I own some because I kind of think that it's going to, uh, it's sustainable. But this fellow says it's not and he's going to give you the reasons, who's behind it, and some alternatives. So we're going to talk to him on the 17th. It should be fun. Uh, so if you know some real Bitcoiners, some real Bitcoin bulls, have them listen to the show or watch for the audio and video after the 17th. Uh, and one of the reasons why Andrew Goss used to um, used to be so concerned about the Bitcoin thing, because he often alluded to the idea that if Bitcoin and now there's like how many digital currencies, thousands. Bitcoin's the biggest one in Ethereum, I guess is next, that Bitcoin, if it was ever really going to threaten the viability of the United States dollar, a fiat currency, with no backing, except F-16s, as Andy used to say, yeah, well, what's backing the dollar? Well, F-16s. That they would do something to shut it down or crash it or burn it. And this is what some people are arguing that they've done a long time ago. The big boys got in there and they own so much of it that they can do pretty much whatever um, they want to do with it. And I think this is part of this fellow who's going to be on Monday, his argument. But think about it. You know, to, to just give that some legs. And again, this is just my opinion. I have no idea if this is true. But if you, if you consider central banks, they have the ability, since 1913, to create dollars on a computer. Right? That's how they do it. All these dollars out there, 96% of them are digital. They're not paper dollars. They're just digits. So in our bank account, if you show I got $4,200 in my bank account, good for you, but they're just digits. 
They're just blips on the screen. That's all they are. They're just lights on your computer. That's it. That's it. If you think about that, it's pretty weird, right? No, 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 they're dollars. No. Where are the dollars? Well, they're on a computer. They're just lights. They're in your account, but it's just a digit, right? 4,000, whatever. Any dollars? So, where I was going with it is that the central banks and all banks, J.P. Morgan Chase and everything, they create these dollars on a computer and exchange them for your promissory note. So you get a credit card, you get a home loan, you get a, um, um, whatever, car loan, student loan, right? They create the dollars on a computer, seriously, banks do. They exchange them for your promissory note. I'm Patrick Timpone, we'll pay you, I think, we borrowed 350000 to build this home in 1997. I will pay you back 350000 plus interest, which will be about 600000 in 30 years, and that's how they do it. So to think, just spitballing here, to conjecture that banks, central banks, the IMF or the World Bank or the Federal Reserve Bank of New York wouldn't create some dollars and not buy Bitcoin, I mean, what do you got to lose, right? If you're buying, <laughs> what do you got to lose? If you're, buy, if you're creating the dollars, and they can figure out a way to create them uh, with a debt instrument, I mean, they do. It's just, wow, it's mind-blowing of what's going on. Mind-blowing. So if you wanted to control Bitcoin, you could, you could buy a billion dollars worth. $10 billion worth. And you could buy them and drive the price up or sell them and drive the price down like that. I mean, think about it. What if you had a billion dollars, I don't know what the, worth of Bitcoin, and you woke up and wanted to drop the price tomorrow so people could lose a lot of money and then you could buy more you could sell a billion dollars worth of Bitcoin or 20 million and you, you would watch that puppy drop overnight and it would and it has and that's why it does in my opinion and then you could then buy it again when the price is down with more dollars that you've created and drive the price back up and do it again and people lose money going up and down. So to think that that's not possible or that they wouldn't do it to me is being really naive. This is Patrick Timpone, OneRadioNetwork.com. We're live here on July 12th. Um, if you'd like to join the show, email Patrick, OneRadioNetwork.com, or email, I'm sorry, that's the email, or phone, 888-663-6386. Here's a great product, and if you want to get things going on south of the border, and you know what I mean, I would get one of these. The first supplement I like to take in the morning right after I wake up is Pine Pollen Pure Potency or P4. 
This is Cirque Rival's flagship testosterone and androgen support formula. It's made with the pollen of pine trees, which is rich in testosterone, androstenedione, DHEA, and a bunch of plant sterols. These are all substances, phytochemicals, that support the body's natural androgens, or male hormones. Of course, men and women are using this product, but usually it's men in andropause. Men after age 40 whose testosterone production has started to decline. Many of survival supplements can be taken any time of day, but Pine Pollen Pure Potency, it's important that you take at very specific times of the day. Now it can be taken once, twice, or three times, depending on how much you want to supplement yourself with the phytoandrogens found in it. But the key is taking it at morning, right upon waking, midday or noon, and then again right before bed. So once, twice, or three times a day, but always at those times. And that's because that's when your body's naturally producing its own testosterone. And all we wanna do is amplify that sine wave. We don't wanna to start to take testosterone at a time where our body's purged it from the bloodstream. Instead, we wanna take it at a time where those levels are already spiking and we're just subtly helping to increase them. This product tastes fantastic. I think of it like an orange creamsicle. And that's because in addition to that subtle pine flavor, there's a little bit of orange peel, Tahitian vanilla bean, cloves, and then a little bit of maple syrup just to give it this nice kind of sweet orange flavor. So it's really delicious and easy to take. So if you're looking to increase your testosterone or androgen levels and you want an alternative to pharmaceutical testosterone replacement therapies, there's nothing that does it better. Than yeah, it's called pine pollen. Sorry, I cut them off a little bit. But guys, if you really want to experiment, Sithrival has three products that you can try. Um, one is pine pollen, the other is elk velvet antler, and the other is taboo. Any survival like one radio network. And if you're having a little bit uh, difficulty uh, down there with sometimes, there's a lot of reasons for that, and we could talk about that if you have some questions about it. I have some good insights on those, but whatever the reason is, um, these are support um, mechanisms for uh, erectile dysfunction or just low libido. Um, I'm not claiming they're cures, but they can certainly um, support you in in your um, lovemaking um, ability and um, uh, from survival. Also, I would add, thank you very much, a nice little segue. Here's a great one to add, and this is from one of our other people we work with, a great, great company. And this is um, Shen Blossom. We know, we, I've known Brandon Amalani for, I guess, 12, 13 years now. And um, just um, a wonderful guy. He is a Chinese herbal medicine dude, Qigong, very strong, very healthy. And he produces some amazing products on Shen Blossom. And I know there's a lot of products out there. You see people trying to sell you stuff every time you turn around. But just trust me when I tell you that um, the, the products that Shen Blossom makes are so exquisitely produced. And you can go on their website. Please click on through our website, One Radio Network, so you, you know, we'll, we'll get a commission on the deal. That's how we make our living. We don't, we don't make any money unless you buy something. That's another, <laughs> it's another kind of flaw in our whole system. 
that we started 16 years ago. That just wasn't, you know, wasn't the best idea. But anyway, don't get me started. But really, really nice products. And go on there through our website and find, go into all products and start just clicking on some of the products. Like the Arise Male Potency Formula. Uh, this is also great for libido, for um, sexual functions from men, from male. The blood purifier, wow, powerful. Um, goji berry shizandra bundle. Read the ingredients. Ho shu wu. This is a fantastic thing for the kidneys, which is the driver uh, of all sexuality and sexual function, the kidneys. Did you know that? Yeah, read the, just read the ingredients. Um, read the ingredients. Um, where's another one? Mountain Detox. Read the ingredients. Um, pepper Plus. I, I use this Pepper Plus. I like it. I like pepper. Some people think it's toxic, but um, I don't think it is. I think it helps to detoxify the body. Uh, we have a ginseng, let's see, ginseng root. I think it's, very, the oldest ginseng root you're going to get anywhere. The medicinal mushroom formula, a goji berry extract, wild purple reishi, spirulina, American grow, low temperature. On and on and on. Everything is in Myron glass. So if you're going to spend your little Federal Reserve notes, such as they are, such as they are, and we invite you to try um, Shen Blossom on One Radio Network. I don't think you'll be disappointed with um I know you won't be disappointed with what you uh, purchase there. Shen Blossom, One Radio Network. Broadcasting live, weekday morning, this is listener supported One Radio Network. I'm still hanging on the you know, you, you know, one of these, um, what do you call them, chin-up bars? And I go up there and you just kind of hang, you know, just with your body hanging all the way down. It's really a, a powerful exercise. Uh, it's something you might want to do, men and women. You just get stronger. It's just a, a you know, a chin-up bar, you've seen them. I can do, I do about 10 chin-ups. That's not very much. Is it? I, do, I do 10 pull-ups. We call them pull-ups. But I go all the way down, too, so I don't cheat and just do this. I go all the way down and come all the way back up. And then come all the way down and all the way back up. Um, um, and um, So if you get a chin-up bar, that's something you can do that's easy. It's fast. You won't hurt yourself. And then you can also just hang. Just hang on Sloopy all the way down. And do it for as long as you want. And you can do, um, do it two or three times a day and build up to um, about five minutes a day. Very powerful, very powerful, very powerful. Another thing that I do, and people ask, um, one of my one of the things that I do on a daily basis, is for my cardio, I, I walk a couple times a day with Doodle around the property. And that walking is an amazing thing, you'd be surprised. Um, but the other thing that I do is other than my my resistance training, 
is uh, I have a rebounder, and we sell these rebounders on our website. Um, I think the cost is like three ninety nine. They keep email me if you want to get one. We have a, we have a good one. But is I run in place two or three times a day as fast as I can. So you get on the rebounder, bare feet if you can, and just, I mean, just really go for it. And you can go as long as you want. A minute, if you can do a whole minute as fast as you can, that's cool. 30 seconds is good. And uh, we've done quite a few shows over many years, and this burst exercise can do more, according to the experts, Take that for what it's worth. It does more for your cardio than going out and running 10 miles. And I, I really think that's true. I mean, my pulse is like 55 or something. I mean, that's pretty low. I know that uh, some of the real triathletes or Lance Armstrong, uh, I think his, his resting pulse rate was like, I think 45 or something. Of course, he was on drugs, just kidding, poor Lance. But uh, when you get your heart that strong, then you don't have to have as many beats per minute. Um, So mine's 55, 60. Uh, And that's just from uh, one or two times a day. That's that's all the cardio I do. So what's that about? So I think it's right. I I think so. And you know what's interesting about that Burst exercise, something that you can explore. I believe we've done quite a few shows on it. You can go on our website, oneradionetwork.com, and put burst exercise in the search function, and I think you'll find some some shows we've done on it. But anywho, and I'm not bragging, I'm just telling you to try to, um, you know, cement the argument that I'm making here about the benefits and the only way I can do it is tell you what my experience is. But I can get, I've got my pulse up to sometimes 160, 170 a minute. From, say, 60 to 120, almost to 180, almost three times. And I can get it up there in, in a minute. That's a lot. That your heart can do that kind of... I think it's a it's a real testament to having a good cardio function. God bless this body. God bless this body. Okay, emails. Okay. Let's see what else we got here. So, from Chris, so if I'm not meditating, I don't understand what I could do better because I meditate, but I just, I just, I'm thinking all the time, but I'm trying to meditate. Okay, Chris, that's good. Okay, that's exactly, I didn't get really, I didn't get, explain that really well. I'm glad you. Here. I'm always sitting in my chair in a weird position. Okay, so contemplation 
is actually very powerful. And it's thinking, which is what you're doing now, but you're not thinking. See, we, we have been taught and we have been programmed to believe and our understanding is that we're driving, say we're driving, and we're, we're just, the mind is just moving, right? Does this, I gotta do this tomorrow, what if I do this, oh, I gotta make my house payment, I don't know if I have enough money, or what about this, what about this, and the mind will just keep going. Now we call this thinking. Because people will say, well I was thinking, this is not thinking. This is not thinking. I'll repeat that. This is not thinking. Now you can sit still, close your eyes, and watch this ongoing stream of consciousness. The mind will just keep going. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, 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 yes, 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 no, no. Lots of no's. And for every yes, there's a no. Because the mind, <laughs> I know, no wonder we're all bonkers. For every yes, there's a no. Because nothing exists in physical reality except in relation to its opposite. So, unless we are controlling our thoughts and we are, what I'm going to, explain to you what contemplation is, critical thinking, critical thinking, that's when we're conscious, we're sitting there, and we're saying, okay, what's going on here? Um, I don't understand this. How can this be? I need to understand about whatever, this diet, and I'm going to really look into it, and think about it, and not just buy into an idea. Um, I'm going to see, I, Patrick's, this guy's on Patrick's show, or Patrick's saying this, but I don't understand that. How can I really learn about it? And that's critical thinking. And when we take that standpoint, we are being proactive. We're actually thinking critically. And this is what's happening um, on the earth plane right now. Most of people are not. They are just um, thinking they are the mind, believing all of the mind loose particles back and forth. This is good, this is bad, that's no good, this is good. He's a crook, he's not a crook. I like Donald Trump, I don't like Donald Trump. Um, Transhumanism is weird, whatever, all these ideas. When we go on the internet and read something, and we kind of believe it, that it's accurate, you know, we said, yeah, well, that's, yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, th- this just enters into our consciousness as something that we believe is true, and this is then into the mind, and the mind will keep spitting out this idea, this idea, over and over and over again until the cows come home. It just will. And until you go in there, and I go in there and say, no, you know what? I don't believe anything. I don't know what to believe. This pe- These people are bonkers. Ah. I'm not going to take this injection. I'm just not going to do it because um, I don't trust it. And when you go in there and change that thought into the new one, then eventually the mind will stop presenting that old one. But it won't right away. You watch it. 
you'll say, no, no, I'm going to do the injection and it'll it'll throw out some weird thing like, no, you really need to get this because I heard this other. So this is the difference between meditation and contemplation. Contemplation where we are thinking. So you and I can spend 20 minutes twice a day or 30 minutes or whatever we do thinking, sitting quietly and just thinking about what we want to think about and what we're not sure about and think our way through. Well, if this is true, if this happens, um, whatever it is, whether it's about dreams or whether it's about, uh, well, if I'm soul, who, what's this other voice? Whatever you want to do and dig into and really think critically about it, you're going to come up with some very, interesting things that will show you what the truth is. And it's no more difficult than like this idea. So it's no more difficult than saying, okay, I'm here, Patrick, all these carnivore people come on um, and they say that carnivore, whatever. We had a good conversation with, uh, with Joey Schwartz yesterday about it. This kid's amazing. I, I call him a kid out of, uh, um, I, not, not of a detrimental thing. He's just 19 years old. And he's really, whew, he's really spiritually aware. Listen to the show with him yesterday. Uh, it should be up on our, our front page here any minute now. Uh, or it'll be up on BitChute real soon. Joey Schwartz is his name. 19 years he's had his body. And he's gone from, from being total really strict carnivore maybe 18 months ago, really into it, into understanding really quickly, and it took me a little while too, that being dogmatic about this or that, just because people say it's the best thing, maybe that's not the best idea. And he he got it really quickly, and he's looking at all different kinds of things. He's really um, spiritually aware kid, a young fellow, probably young fellow is a better term, I mean, think about it. I mean, I'm like four times his age. Um, you know, I don't do the age thing, but I've had my body almost four times as long as he has. That's nuts. But um, he's a very extraordinary soul. Um, so listen to that show when you get a chance. We'll have it up on One Radio Network real soon or on um, BitChute, as I said. So where was I? Oh, so. So you can contemplate on the foods. Say, so, well, I heard this guy, I heard uh, Shafee and, you know, Darko Volchek and whatever, Daniel Vitalis. And, and it's really interesting information, but I'm just not sure. So I want to try to figure out what's going to be the best food for me. And this is critical thinking. This is not just liking somebody, well, I'm going to do carnivore, and there's so many people that are doing this. And I don't think it's, you know, I eat a lot of meat. I, I, you're not going to be hurt by it. It's, it's probably a very, very good diet. Um, but to do it just out of, uh, which I did for a while, to do it out of just because you kind of think it's the best thing um, is not a very, um, it's a passive way to do it. And it's not a good idea. The good idea is to see what I've been doing for the last 
oh, two, three, four months, I say, well, what if I try a little bit of this? How does that work? And you can even write it down. You know, what if I try a little bit of this carb? And I do this all the time. And you can really tell very easily, you know, how quickly it digests. You can feel it, how quickly you eliminate it. You can write it down when you ate it. It's really becoming a, your, own, um, your own guru. And this is what, what we're working towards uh, in this talk today, this, uh, this little chat we're doing about being active. Becoming your own guru. And you'll figure out, and you'll be so smart, and you know exactly what to eat, and how much vegetables that you need, how much water you need, how much salt you need, um, how much meat you need, how little meat you need, um, whatever it is. So it's really to do a journal and become a real scientist. Does that make sense? Uh, hello, hope you're doing well. Yeah, I am. Uh, let's see. Latest emails. I got a whole file here. We'll do a few before we go. Do you have any experience with methylene blue? I'm hearing lots of good things about it. They send this article, Resolving Colds to advance COVID with methylene blue. So right there, I'm just, I'm over. You don't, you don't want to resolve a cold. What is a cold? A cold is a detox, in my opinion, cold is a detox reaction to chemicals, um, stinking thinking, toxins, whatever. And then the body has to detox. Maybe it happens once or twice a year. Sometimes it happens when the weather changes. Uh, so the body will detox. It'll create mucus to push things out. It will create rashes. It'll create fevers to burn things up, toxins. So you don't want to resolve a cold. Why would you want to do that? So why would you want to take something like and stabilize COVID patients? There is no COVID. So, you know, I've heard some stuff about methylene blue. I tried a little bit of it. And, you know, uh, it just didn't fill. Once again, I just really got to the point where there's nothing to kill. So what are you trying to do? What are you trying to do? Here's an email. Uh, thanks for having Alex Zek on the producer of The End of COVID, which, by the way, is in its second day today. You can go to theendofcovid.com, theendofcovid.com, and sign up for free, and you'll have between now and the end of this month, July, to, to watch it. They have 90 hours. And I, the little bit I know about it and talk to people and the people involved in it, you watch this puppy, even if you watch half of them, you will never, not being programmed, but you'll be able to think your way into believing and knowing that there is no virus, there are no bacteria out there trying to kill us, fungus is all made up, 
Um, parasites are all made up. Um, there's no need to try to kill anything in your body, in our body. Just let the body do its thing. Get the right nutrition, the right water, sunshine, walk on the ground, and that's all you really need to do. If you want to use some of our technology, Blue Shield, to dump, um, to work on your EMFs, it's a brilliant thing to do. This technology works. Go on our website, Blue Shield, promo code one radio, and you can have this little cube. It's right in the center of your home. It goes out depending on the uh, on the model you purchase. Two, three, four hundred, five hundred feet. Some some all the way up to nine hundred feet, and your body just gets stronger being around the blue shield. Anyway, you know these things can can uh, affect your body if you let them. Um, I have it, but I just have it here as um, as a backup because I don't believe in that electromagnetic fields can hurt me. I just don't believe it. And because I don't believe it, they can't. So that's the way I do it. But I've got them here. I trust God, you know, from the belief standpoint, my state of consciousness, but I also tie up my camel. You know, if I've got some subconscious things about EMFs that I'm not conscious of, you know, maybe they could affect me. So I just do everything I can to not be um, affected by them. Anyway, so I got off track here. Somebody emailed about Alex Zek, the producer of The End of COVID. My story is exactly like Alex. I believed in viruses. Why wouldn't anyone who's asleep? have always been a skeptic, climate, nutrition, medical, drugs, authority, etc. was very curious about viruses and came to find out that they all, that some of the great people of the no virus camp on the heels of finding um, Judy Mikovich through George Webb. I'm also a carnivore fully liberated from the matrix. It's great to be living in the real world and not parallel universe anymore. Beware of Judy Mikovich. She is, um, in my opinion, I don't want to talk badly about her, but she uh, doesn't understand the virus technology. She still believes to this day, God love her, Again, she gets to believe what she wants, that they isolated the HIV virus, which they never did, so she's part of the problem. Um, In the same, oh, this is also from Darko Velchek's latest show. It is interesting to hear people claim there is no such thing as viruses or disease. Nobody has said there's no disease. There are diseases, but they're not caused by a virus. So you want to use your, our bacteria. The virus and bacteria are trying to clean up, these are in our body, trying to clean up the diseases that we've created by the usual suspects. I will go on. I have yet to hear anyone ask, to, ask them to answer the question, well, then what is herpes, um, oral, H, herpes V2, uh, genital shingles, and five or six other variations. Uh, we've said it a lot. Dr. Jennifer Daniels has said it. Cowan has said it. Um, Darko has said it. You have just not listening. So you say, I've yet to hear. Well, you just have not been listening in the wrong spots. They've explained how this happens. It is just a detoxification. Uh, STDs 
There's no contagion with STDs. Herpes are no contagions. Several theories on what? Dr. Daniels believes that it is simply a um, thinning of the skin through poor nutrition, not enough fat, not enough um, cartilage uh, from pigs and other things, that the body gets so, um, the skin is so thin, and then people rub sexual things, whether it be whatever, use your imagination, and these herpes virus that are in the body, they will pop out, which is why people who, according to her, and I think she's on to something, people who have active sexual lives can have these herpes things pop because of friction. So why would friction do it? To Dr. Jennifer Daniels' argument, these herpes virus are there for a reason, just like parasites are, and then the herpes virus will pop up at the point of friction in the penis and the vagina, and people say, well, I caught it from Harry or Char Shirley. No evidence of that. So he says, please try to ask one of these learned people to tell us how to get rid of the fever blisters on the skin and its remedy. Well, you do it by cleaning up your terrain, by getting rid of the toxins in your blood, like Darko talks about, Cowan talks about, all the rest of them. So you're just not listening very carefully. Okay? I hope that helps. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? I want to express my great appreciation for you. Oh, nice. I've listened to your shows for a long time and um, I really like your calm and humble, nurturing way that you present things. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Only God and God-realized beings can experience the one and only true reality. There is nothing but absolute truth. Okay? If there was no absolute reality, then nothing would work. The laws of nature prove that there is logic in the universe, so reality is indeed objective. Uh, I agree. I disagree. I think reality is subjective. My experience is that whatever I, and we've talked with Hannah about this, and we'll probably bring it up again, but it's different. It's not, in my opinion and experience, it's not possible to, as soul, you you allude to God-realization. So let's say, say somebody is self-realized, or they have realized God, very rare, but let's just say. 
and you're able to, be able to look at everything from an objective viewpoint. Well, I think what you're missing, with all respect, is that you and I create our reality as many people are talking about now, Darko with the um, quantum field, um, all kinds of people, Bruce Lipton, you know, we know, proven that we create the reality by what we think and believe. So what you look at, you may say, well, I'm soul, and I'm looking at that, and I'm just looking objectively. I am not participating in this reality whatsoever, but you are. If you are looking at it, or if you're looking at something, you're creating it. So there's no such thing as objective reality, except your reality. And I know people don't like to hear it, because it gives too much uh, responsibility for you and I. If we're creating everything that we see, which we are, in my opinion, and experience, then we have to take responsibility for everything. And people don't want to do that. They want, to, they want to say, no, there's this objective truth called God, and I'm just going to look at that, and then now I'm going to connect up with that, and I'm going to be good. It's just not the way it works. You can't look at anything and not be affecting it, because you are affecting it by your state of consciousness. So that's why people, this is interesting, that's why people who leave their body in what's called near-death experiences. And you can go on YouTube and Google near-death experiences, and they're going to have all kinds of people. And these, I've had several actual ones, and I do every night I leave my body. And all these near-death experiences, they say it differently. They all experience it in a different way. You know, similar love and freedom, and but different colors. Uh, some see other, other beings, some do telepathically. Um, when the first time I had a out-of-body was in 1983, I was communicating telepathically, which it comes to find out is my current spiritual master, who kind of hooked up with me before I even met him, because that's how it works, because he knew that I was, I say he, it's really divine spirit is the teacher Divine Spirit is the teacher. He's just a manifestation. So people have all different kinds of experiences. So if there was an objective reality that is just separate from us, everybody, every soul that's ever had an out-of-body experience or a near-death experience would all have the same experience. Wouldn't they? They saw this, they saw that, but they don't. They all have an experience that is exactly conducive and in relation to what their state of consciousness is. For example, say one is a Christian, right? and one believes, and have, and everybody gets to believe what they want, and that's cool. There's no right or wrong. Everybody gets their own reality. That's the whole point. So Christians, naturally, believe in Jesus. 
they actually believe that Jesus is going to return in the second coming and do something and take them up and all of that. Very good. Fine. They also believe in heaven and the pearly gates and you get to go to the pearly gates and whatever. There's no reason to believe that they wouldn't experience when they had an out-of-body or a near-death experience, say they get a car crash and they leave their body and they're above the ambulance and before you know it, they're they're doing the out-of-body thing, which I did, um, which is pretty trippy because you just know that you never die. And there's no reason to believe that they wouldn't visit with Jesus who exists somewhere, somewhere, on some other reality. So he exists. It exists, whatever it is. Whether or not he's going to come back here in a body, well, that's another, that's another conversation. I don't think so, but I could be wrong. What do I know? So they have a whole different experience. But if you're not a Christian and you're just uh, whatever, and maybe you're no religion, your out-of-body experience can be completely different than that. You're not going to see Jesus because you don't believe him. It's no more difficult than that. Do you understand the idea between subjectivity and uh, objectivity? There is no such objectivity. And you say, well, wait a minute. What is the truth? What is the truth? I don't care about Jesus. I don't care about Buddha. I don't care about Patrick and Ekankar. I don't care about any of that. I just want to know what the truth is. Or the truth. That's the big secret. You are the truth. You are a child of God. You are God. You and the teacher are one. We just think of them being separate, but we're not. So you're, you and the, your angels are one. Oh, no, wait a minute. Oh, I see my angels. Oh, good. I talk to them. Good. But you're really talking to yourself. And they're there, even though they're separate, right? In this reality, even though they're separate, in the physical reality, mental, spirit, um, subconscious, they seem separate, but in the spiritual reality, above in the fifth plane, you've heard of 5D, where everything is one. Even though we're really separate, that you and I will always be separate. Yeah. Who you are, the part of you that will go on after you leave your body, or what is known as death, you will go on, and I'll go on, and we'll be separate but we're one at the same time because we're all part of God. So you are the truth. And that's the beauty of the whole spiritual awakening and our spiritual path to become more aware of what God is. And the more aware we are of God, what level, it's the same God, but there's just more awareness with different paths. So maybe the Hindu or the Christian has a certain eleven certain awareness of God. And maybe somebody else does, and maybe somebody else does. It's all the same thing, but the amount of expansion that you have and I have is different, or expanded our consciousness. But you are the truth. And you're going to find this out if you don't believe this right now. And you might as well get into it this lifetime, because you might have to come back here and do it again until we figure it out, which... I'm, not try, I'm trying not to do 
because Earth is pretty strange, the Earth realm. So, does that make sense? So put your comments on the audio about this or on BitChute, and I'll go on there and, and chat it up with you about this. But think about that and, and look at your experience and see what, um, what you can make of it. To me, uh, this is the, the mother load of why we're here. If we don't talk about this kind of stuff, what are we going to talk about? War, politics, transhumanism, transgender, money. I mean, it's just all paper mache, fairyland, fairy dust, fairy dust. None of it's real. The only thing that's real is you as a spiritual being, what you want and where you're going and how you're going to get there. So I'm here to help you do that any way that I can. My name is Patrick Timpone. This is OneRadioNetwork.com. Just a quick little plug. Um, we're going through some really strange car karma. Our car our car just fell down, go boom, the Prius, and we had to get to use a truck that we haven't really used uh, for a long time, and it's taken about $1,500 to get that together so we can get to the store or go to the farmer's market and buy some food. So we're really kind of low on the totem pole as far as our cash reserves right now. And it's my party. I can cry if I want to, but I don't, I'm not ashamed to ask, ask, to ask for help because you're part of my family and I would ask my family if my family was around. We got a few credit cards. We've racked up some, yeah, we're, we're, as we're trying to figure out the sustainability of one radio network with, uh, I don't want to go through the whole reason uh, our analytics are up. We're actually gaining more audience, and but the sales are just... And that's the only way we mistakenly set up this paradigm. So we're having to change it, but it's going to take a little bit of time and, and dollars to, to work through it. So if you want to um, help with my car karma and uh, donate something today or this weekend when you hear this video, I'll gladly accept it. You can just go on One Radio Network click on the donation tab, do the PayPal thing, and you could donate whatever you want, and I appreciate it very much. I'm very grateful. You could do a one-time thing or sign up for 10 bucks a month or a one-time thing to get us through this this uh, vehicle karma. Strange, man. I want to tell you some of the stories of how this happened. And it was all my fault, so I take responsibility for it, so. I appreciate you being there. I love you all very much. I really do. And I get such nice emails from you. And I'm really um, grateful for your support, uh, for your moral, spiritual uh, prayers and, and good wishes. That'll help. They'll help too. You know, money's just an energy thing. If you don't have that, don't worry about it. Just send me peace, love, and hippie beads. and That'll help too. So I will see you. Let's see, what are we doing? Oh, Friday's coming around. Oh, I'll see you on Friday. Hannah will be here. Hannah Walheiser will have some fun. Um, had to bypass the farmer's market uh, today because we don't have any little vehicles, but we're working on a way to get that truck picked up. And So we got some vehicle stuff to work on today, but lots to do. But I really appreciate it. I don't, I'm not feeling weird about this or bad 
or think I'm feeling a victim, I feel great. I'm sleeping better than ever. I just my connection with God and with you is is everything, you know. It's just, it's everything. So it's all good, as we say. I love you all very much. Thanks for your support. Let me know if I can help with anything. My email is Patrick at one radio network.com. Thank you for listening this morning or watching. I will see you Friday, 10 o'clock. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com.